1: Hello oh, and welcome to the San Francisco Chronicles A's Plus and Giants Double Play podcasts with your hosts, Chronicle beat writers Susan Slessor and Henry Shulman in conversation from day two of the baseball winter meetings at Mandalay Bay Hotel Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. You ready?
0: Showtime. Welcome back. I'm Henry Schulman, the Giants beat reporter for The Chronicle. Here again with Susan Slusser, the A's beat writer for The Chronicle. And we're at here at the second day of the winter meetings. And uh, you have some interesting news today to start us off with about a, uh, a player who... Has been in the majors a long time and actually grew up in the Bay Area.
1: Yeah, you've seen a lot more of uh, Troy Tulowitzki than I have over the years. But, uh, you know, Troy Tulowitzki's from Sunnyvale. One of the better players to come out of the Bay Area in the last 20 years, really. Uh, and the Toronto decided to up and release him today. Kind of a shock, really. I, he was hurt all of last year. Never wound up playing an in any because he had bone spurs. But the Blue Jays decided to eat the... $38 million he's owed over the next two years. So he is now available to any team for the major league minimum, which is about $600,000. Um, he grew up an A's fan in Sunnyvale. And his agent, Paul Cohen, called me today and said, um, Troy would love to come back to the Bay Area. Um, he would like to play for a winning team. And, of course, those of you who are listening know the A's went to the playoffs last year and have a nice young core coming back. Um, and um, he would be willing to switch positions, and the A's have an opening at second base. So it's a long shot, I think, a little as, as I'm concerned. You know, the A's still really would like to bring back Jed Lowry. They've got Franklin Pareto They've got other options, but it's really fun to think about. I mean, Troy Tulowitzki has been one of my favorite players to watch over the last ten years or whatever, and a five-time All-Star for six hundred thousand. Who wouldn't want to do that?
0: And a Gold Glove too. I don't know if he actually literally won one, but he had Gold. I mean, he was a really good shortstop before he got hurt. Uh, you and I had a funny conversation today on uh, texting about what really constitutes a winner in the Bay Area. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, right now the A's are a lot closer still. The Giants are going to give uh, Cohen a call about Tulewitzki. I mean, the way Zadie put it was, uh, I really do like good players who, at the minimum, and the Giants actually have a great example of how this worked out. The, the Red Sox dumped Pablo Sandoval with almost the same amount of money uh, remaining over uh, two seasons. The Giants got him for a prorated portion of the minimum. Uh Two seasons ago. Then he played all of last year and, and they're going to have him again for the minimum this year. And that really worked out well for the Giants before Pablo got hurt. So this could be uh, a good addition to the uh, to the A's.
1: Yeah. And you know, I, I asked David Forst about Tulowitzki and the A's longstanding policy as it is for most teams is they don't talk about specific free agents. But in this case, he said, you know, yeah, we know he's a free agent. He just came on the market. We haven't really thought about it. But he, he then j- obviously joked making a play on the fact the A's are, are Kind of known for being cheap, he said. I do like minimum salary guys. Ha ha ha. So I think 25 yeah.
0: teams like minimum salary <laughs> guys. Probably uh, probably. Yeah. So the chances that he ends up in the Bay Area, if he does, it's probably going to be more likely with the uh, the A's than the Giants. Now, uh, the Giants did not have any player movement. The big news yesterday was a waiver claim. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, but the A's actually did sign a player today, and may have filled a need, may not have filled may a need. May
1: have, may have. The A's um, signed Chris Herman, uh, the catcher, to a one million dollar year for uh, one million dollar deal for one year. And um, I'm not convinced he's a primary catcher. In fact, I talked to a couple scouts around who said who all said yes, he's a backup. He's a career 205 hitter. Uh, the nice thing is he's a left-handed hitter. So if the A's can't find another catcher, which I, they are still looking as as they they even said, they do have a good tandem with Fegley and Herman as a right-left. To me, the more interesting thing is if they re-sign Jonathan Lucroy, which they are trying to do, they then have a left-handed guy to pair with Lucroy, who's right-handed. Last year, the whole year was essentially Lucroy and the right-handed hitting Josh Fegley, which is not really a platoon. So I, I think they're still talking to Lucroy. They're probably a, maybe a, a million and a half, two million apart with him. One side comes down, the other side comes up a little bit. You know, we know how these things work. It's still pretty early in the process, as we talked about yesterday. Lucroy signed in March last year.
0: And you and I talked about yesterday on the podcast how Nick Hundley, who's been the Giants backup for a couple of years, uh, is also on the market. It may not be a fit for him to return to the Giants, but he's also maybe not a fit for the A's because he's right-handed, and they're they're really looking for a left-hander. Now, on my end today with the Giants, we had no player movement, as I said, but we had a very interesting conversation with uh, Farhan Zaidi, the the new president of baseball operations, and it shouldn't be a surprise, really, but the Giants are going to do what the A's and other teams, particularly small market teams, have done, but also that the Dodgers did last year. And they're going to go to the opener. Uh, They're going to have relief pitching uh, come in to start the game and then maybe bring in some starters. Uh, They may even have starters work in tandem. One guy three innings or four innings. Uh, Another guy comes in, does another three to four innings. Um, Because of the personnel the Giants have, the Giants do not have an experienced rotation. Now they are looking for starters here. They hope to add a couple of starters major league starters, or maybe one major league starter, and a double-A kid who maybe could impact the team down the road, Uh, but there's no guarantee that that Derek Rodriguez and Andrew Suarez, who are in the rotation uh, most of last year, are going to be in the rotation to start the year. They might be in the minors to limit their innings. They might be in relief to limit their innings. So Really, the Giants are are looking at a far different way of doing things, but this is not new to you. It's not new to the A's, and It's actually even possible the A's may take this to another level in 2019, right?
1: Yeah, I think the A's might look at using an opener all year. Um, David Forst and Bob Melvin today were both pretty forthright about the fact that they're looking at it. They expect it's something they're going to continue doing. Melvin said it's not going to go away. Uh, David Forst said it's hard to find five starters. Uh, That's really the issue. Um, Certainly, if they had five starters, they would go with five starters. Daniel Mangdon did a nice job in as the second guy last year. I think he's probably more in the running for a regular starting spot given certainly with what they have right now he would be. So they are actually looking for guys who might be more that, that second guy in, sort of a swingman, what we used to call a swingman, a guy who could start and relieve and give you some length in the bullpen if you needed an emergency guy or somebody got hurt in the first inning. Um, they've talked to um, Blaine Hardy, with the left-hander from the Tigers it sounds like um, that is a possibility via trade. So they are also, they're not just looking at Starters. They are looking at these swingman kind of guys. Blaine Hardy made 13 starts out of his 30 appearances last year with the Tigers, so he's that. And the A's have had interest in him in him before, so um, that could be an, an interesting way to go with someone like that. The A's are not currently ca- calling on a lot of the guys I think people expected them to be looking at, the the mid-range starters, the Gio Gonzalez type, Derek Holland, um, Lance Lynn, guys like that you would think they would at least make calls on. The A's haven't been calling on, so I, I've talked to a couple executives who say they think the A's are going to kind of wait in the weeds, maybe bottom feed a little bit, but you know, if they're going to this opener thing pretty regularly, you can do it once or twice through a rotation, they might only need a starter or two, really, you know? So it's going to be interesting to see where things fall with the A's um, by the time spring training starts.
0: Yeah, and we uh, we got a different perspective from Zadie when it comes to the Giants. And this is partially true with the A's, too, uh, especially since the A's bulked up their bullpen for the stretch drive last year. The Giants' strength right now is their bullpen. That's where they have depth right now. And uh, Zadie mentioned that in the National League West – The lineups are more balanced than they used to be. Left, right, left, right, as they come to the plate. So he feels it makes more sense for um, starting the game, uh, you know, maybe with a a left-handed reliever one day, a right-handed reliever the other day, to kind of screw up the other team a little bit um, and and make it more difficult for the opposing manager to kind of set his lineup. And there was another interesting conversation that's maybe for another day about um, disclosing who is going to start. That became an issue in the World Series uh, with the Dodgers and and Wade Miley. Um, So that'll be an interesting thing to look for. The the Giants um, are looking really for all manner of starters. They're looking for maybe a one-year option, and that could be Derek Holland coming back. They're also looking at multi-year options, and they're also willing to maybe take on another team's Bad salary if they can get a good prospect back to to rebuild their farm system, um, which is which is kind of how it works. Uh, but in terms of player movement, uh, nothing happened today. Um, I, I do have uh, one thing that we did here: um, the, the Giants are getting a lot of calls on their back end relievers. Uh, particularly, uh, closer Will Smith, Sam Dyson, um, guys like that, uh, because they're cheap and, uh, they're a good alternative, a cheap alternative to, um, to guys who, uh, you know, like a Kimbrel or an Ottavino that that's going to take a lot of money. Uh, and I know the Cardinals for instance, are one team that are very high on Will Smith. they like Will Smith and they are pushing Jose Martinez, uh, the first baseman, uh, who is a really good hitter, but not really a good defender, um, interesting thing came out, and I want to ask you about this for the A's perspective. The Giants have always been a pitching and defense team. Pitching and defense. Pitching and defense. Zadie said, you know, the way their lineup is set up uh, with the offense that they have, they may have to rethink that. And if they can get... You know, a double-plus bat, a guy who could really make an impact in the lineup, but he's maybe a little clanky with the glove, they may have to consider that. And I was wondering what the A's philosophy on that has been through the years.
1: Uh, The A's, you know, they're the money ball team, so they're always looking for whatever the thing is that everybody else isn't buying. They're trying to live on those margins. So some years they value defense. Some years they do not. They are um, finally actually at a nice little stretch the last, really starting last year where the defense has matched up a lot better with the offense. Obviously, their, their issue last year was all the starting pitching injuries. But, you know, they had four finalists for the gold glove in their infield um, and, a, and a couple very, very strong um, outfielders, especially once Loriano took over. So right now their defense is about as, as good as it's been really maybe since some of those good teams in the early 2000s. So, uh, yeah. But it's unusual. They go back and forth. They, they, you know, if they can buy a lot of offense and they can't buy defense, that's the way they'll go a lot of years. So it just depends.
0: Okay. And just to recap, uh, both of us can do this. I'll start with you um, as we close here. What do you look? What are the A's still looking for? I know you've talked about it in print. We talked about it yesterday, but as we go into the last full day of the winter meetings tomorrow, uh, or on uh, Wednesday, uh, what is it you think that, that they're going to be focusing focusing on most? Still the rotation? Uh,
1: the rotation, you know, certainly uh, they could use two or three starters still. Um, a second base, Lowry probably the priority, but you know a couple other options. Uh, they're starting to make noises about Bretto maybe even being an outfielder now if they, if they were to sign Lowry or another second baseman uh, and catcher, and I still think I still think it's going to be Jonathan Lucroy I can't guarantee it I can't even put odds on it but I, I, I think that that's the way they'd like to go certainly if they can make it work.
0: Well, we have it on tape, so yes. you're on the record. Uh, the Giants, nothing's changed with them uh, like we talked about in the first podcast. Uh, they're looking for a couple of outfielders. They're looking for starting pitchers. Uh, they're looking for a backup catcher. And Zadie did say that he's a little more confident about finding outfielders. The market is a little more, more of a buyer's market for that. They may not do anything here at the winter meetings. Uh, a lot of conversations happen at the winter meetings. Then a lot of deals are consummated right after the winter meetings, uh, and the week after. And we will certainly talk about that in the next joint edition of our Giants Double Play and A's Plus podcast, or A's Plus and Giants Double Play podcast.
1: I think it's alphabetical, so it's got to be A's Plus, right?
0: Okay, we'll go alphabetical. Thank you. So long. All right. Yay. giants double play is part of the san francisco chronicle podcast network audrey cooper is the editor-in-chief if you like this show we'd love it if you'd subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts and if you have a minute to give us a quick review that helps us build our audience so we can keep growing follow me on twitter at hank Schulman. you can support giants double play and a lot of great journalism with a subscription to the san francisco chronicle There are print and digital editions. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe.